Yo, 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 we are back for another dope episode of Late Night with Nate. I'm your boy, Nate Galloway. And I'm Adrian Brandyberg. Boogie! We are back yet again. Shout out to the No Sleep, no sleep Crew. Excuse me. Get it like, out. Subscribe. Get it out. <laughs> On all your podcast platforms. Boogie! How you doing? I'm not trying to blow your ears out like I did, uh, you know, last week's episode. How are you doing? Your ass, boy. That (laughs) volume, boy. I tell you, you be deep with it. That voice of yours. You know, I went back and listened to the last episode and I was like, oh, the headphones. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, pull it back some. Pull it back. But no, I I do. I will recommend. Right. I will recommend everybody to not listen to <laughs> anything on full on the highest level. I'm just saying in general, that just, you you know, when you get those little notifications from your phone, um, I don't know. Well, you have a yeah. droid, so I should say, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no droid slander this early into the pod. Uh, okay. That is true. That is true. I am. I am starting off awfully early with the slander, <laughs> but no, uh, iPhone usually after a certain amount of time, uh, with the volume being up at a certain level, it'll definitely give you a notification that'll tell you like, hey, you've been listening to this <laughs> at a really high volume and we're concerned about your eardrums. Because you know that's you know, a thing now, right? People are going like death. death. <laughs> right. Really early in life. I blame Dr. Dre. Uh, Dr. Dre oh, even created those Beats headphones. <laughs> Because they wanted you to hear everything, but also go dead at the same time. So, you know, I blame them. But uh, due to your Android slander boogie, you know, we have that that great feature on our drugs, oh, you too. Oh. And I deny it every time. Give me the max volumes. I'm okay with going death early. Uh, uh, you know, just because it's louder doesn't mean it's better. Like, I'm more, I'm more of the ilk, like, as long as it's crisp. I'm good to go. You know, that's where yeah, I agree. that's where I don't mind spending a couple extra bucks on quality headphones. I don't care I about the loudness. I want to be able to not hear <laughs> you know, you know when you hear when you have bad headphones where it's just muffled. Oh, you hear and, everything. Oh everything. my god. Sounds like turbulence on a plane. Jesus <laughs> like, Christ. You like shh, 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 shh. You know what's crazy is they say they're noise canceling, and I'm like, my guy, wh- where's the canceling at? Because I'm hearing all the noise. Oh <laughs> god, canceling nothing. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I, I like the headphones. I, I agree with you with the Christmas. I want to hear everything. I want to hear the most minuscule ting 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 ting. Like, yeah. oh, you you heard that? That yeah. was homie on the triangle. I want to hear yeah. all of that. Like, that's what I want when I get quality headphones. I agree. Like, I want to, even though they probably remove the feedback and the breath <laughs> and and the uh, breathing on singing on tracks. Guess what? I want to hear. A- you want to hear it? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear a breath or two. You know, that's that's how crisp I want to. I'm like, I want to run out the- of breath. The With dude on the trumpet sneezing, and they right. had to. <laughs> 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 
I want to hear that. <laughs> like, give me everything. Like, remember yeah. when uh, Dave Chappelle was in? He was like, "Throw some trouble in." I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear them in the studio. Like, yeah, yeah, keep that. <laughs> yeah, yeah All that's that. what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> Yo, but how you been? How how was how was your week? Week was decent. Week was a decent piece. Got to hang out with uh your man right here yes we Got did it in person it was a <laughs> it was a it was a while it's been a while since i've seen you in person man yeah it's been like what uh pre-pandemic yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a minute yeah it's been a while it's always weird when you when you talk to people all the time and then you see him in person like oh yeah i forgot we uh exist right (laughs) (laughs) you're not ai okay (laughs) it 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 is weird but it's also cool though when when you have uh, a really good friendship it just it picks up like it it absolutely which is crazy because adrian got right back right into the roast it was just like oh Oh, yeah in a minute oh god yeah (laughs) oh yeah uh, listen, this is I. I am me, regardless of what time. <laughs> okay, yeah, I. You know, I just have to. I don't know. It's hard to not. Is that a? I don't know. Is that a defense mechanism? I don't no. know what is going on, but I find it. <laughs> I find it like I. I bring more love. That's that's my way of of telling you, like, hey man, you know what? You're not a bad guy. Now let me go ahead and get these thirty bars out real, real quick. quick. <laughs> if 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 it, if you didn't do it, I, I would be like, you know what, something is something wrong here. Yeah, Something's like off. what's good? Like <laughs> not a roast. It was right. crazy when I saw you because you you was walking and I was just mm-hmm. like, I, I meant to ask you. I was like, why was you walking with your mask on outside? Oh, yeah, in the I know. Mist. I was like, that's why you're so hot. I yeah, was just, I that's why I was hot. No, it was because when I as soon as I got out of the train, I was like, fuck. Um, and I just started, I just started walking <laughs> fast, trying to figure out where I was going. And I completely forgot I you had forgot. my mask on. I had my mask on. Cause generally speaking, I I'll have my mask on. Like when I'm in enclosed places, mm-hmm. when I'm traveling for a, you know, a number of time or whatever, a period of time. But like when I'm outside, I want to feel that air, Man. even though it's, you know, New York nasty yeah. air, but it's air <laughs> nonetheless. So yeah. We was raw dogging the air in yeah. New York City. So what right. else happened uh, <laughs> this no, week? I mean, nothing, nothing crazy. What What about yourself? What happened? Uh, how was your week outside of you know visiting the new? City? Well, uh, you know, um, for those of you who are listening, yes, I, I did visit with Adrian. I was in New York uh, for a couple of days. That's where we were visiting at. Yeah. And um, I got to tell you, I, I've never really been a New York City type of guy. Yeah. I've always preferred um, Chicago, naturally living there for like 11 years. I've just, that's my city. You know, Chicago, Detroit, love those type of areas. New York was just, eh, it's too, New York is like Chicago on steroids. But this time, this time, I had a great time. Yeah. Um it's like Funny steroids st- and no home training. That's what yeah, New York is. Yeah, yeah, New York That's- is you're right. You need, it's it's wild. It is wild. And when I say wild, um, you know, I I got one of the uh New York municipalities 
called on me um, by accident. You know, I accidentally had um, the NY Fire Department. Shout out to those individuals <laughs> called on, on me at my hotel. And I know what you guys are thinking. I know what you're thinking. Uh, he was smoking in the room. And um, you're right, but wrong. Um, because that's not what set the alarm off. You know, I did decide to, um, you know, partake in a little bit of the vape action because it is legal in uh, New York City now. Um, and I ended up, uh, you know, going to the bathroom, a little test run. You know, let, let's let's try this thing out. Everything went off great in the bathroom. No issues. So I'm deciding to iron my shirt because, you know, I'm about to, you know, go go out into the city and whatnot. And, you know. I'm ironing underneath what appears to be a smoke detector, which I didn't know. I thought it was like a carbon monoxide detector. So, you know, I'm ironing and this is the jankiest iron ever. The jankiest. And I say janky. I mean, as soon as you plug it in, uh, the water starts leaking out. So uh. the water <laughs> leaked out on the ironing board and my shirt. So I'm like, I, I can't go out with and it, it leaked on the part of your shirt where it looks like you peed on yourself. So I'm like, uh, I can't go out like this because work. I'm a grown man. You know, we can't yeah. do this. So my goofy self decides to crank this iron up. We just full max, you know, and if there's a level beyond that, that's where it should be at. So I'm like, let's iron the ironing board. Let's, you know, dry up this water. But it again, it's a janky iron. So it got too hot. And next thing I know, it's just everywhere steam everywhere steam and when i say steam i mean smoke <laughs> just like everywhere i'm like which way do i run how do i stop i'm trying to grab my pillow to like stop the smoke oh. and I, I pull the iron i'm just like all right like i think it's dry i think it's dry so you know i do a light little run over my shirt because it's still still hot and i get a phone call I'm thinking the lobby is like, hey, your friends are down here, you know, uh, wrong. Um, They were like, "Uh, is the alarm going off? Do you hear the alarm? And I was like, no alarm went off up here. Are you smoking? And I was like, no, I'm actually ironing. Um, So I'm trying (laughs) to rush to go downstairs uh, because I got people waiting for me. Sure enough, as I get off the elevator, five NY uh, FD uh gentlemen are running in with gear i'm like what the heck's going on and i was like oh you guys are here for me, for me. so yep. i go over and greet my guests and they're like we were joking we're like it's gotta be nate's room and i was like yeah they're here for me so i go over to the front desk and i'm like my bad y'all i was ironing and like the head firefighter dude was like you were ironing and I was like, yeah, I was ironing. And I was like, look, dude, I have water on my shirt. And he sees the water. And he was like, okay. He was like, we'll just, you know, write this off as steam. So I got to go over and put some codes in on the hotel because the whole system was just going crazy. So I was like, my bad, y'all. Like, I apologize. And I haven't been in New York for maybe an hour. And wow. I'm already about to set the hotel on fire. So it was cool. You know, I was like, let's get up out of here <laughs> before <laughs> before something uh, something else happens. 
So fast forward, you know, had some lovely drinks throughout that evening. One of uh, the homies I was with, um, he's a uh, he's a gay man, and just for the context of the story, you you have to you have to know that. Um, so he's like, hey, um, we can either go back to the hotel. Or we can keep drinking. And I was like, hey, man, let's keep drinking. There's another uh, friend with this as well. He was like, I know a great bar. But he's like, it's a it's a gay piano bar. And I was like, I don't care. He's like, let's do rock, paper, scissors. He was like, either we rock, paper, scissors, you lose, we go to the gay bar. You win, we go back and drink at the hotel. So, of course, I'm like, I got this. You know, ain't nobody going to beat me, you know smokes me two out of three. And I was like, of course. So we go to uh, the gay piano bar. Fantastic time, fantastic time. This is my second time going to a to a gay bar, and the first time was in Chicago. Side tracks, great atmosphere. I don't know if you've ever been to side tracks. No, but I've been to a number of gay bars, and they generally run that way. They they are pretty like good, high energetic, good vibes, man. Yeah, it was yeah. so much fun. They were buying drinks. <laughs> it was a funny ass night. So the dude on the piano was like, you can't stump me. I know everything. And I was like, I'm going to stump you. So I'm like, my prerogative, Bobby Brown. So, of course, he starts busting out on the keys, Bobby Brown. And I was like, oh, this guy is good. Of course, when he gets to that part where it's like, yo, Teddy, kick it like this. Yeah. My man kicked it like that. And the whole bar was like, oh, this is this is great. So I'm like, I got one that you will never get. And he was like, okay. And I was like, juvenile, back that ass up. I was like, if you know, back that ass up, I will put $20 in here right now. And of course, not realizing that I'm in a gay bar, everyone's laughing. And I was like, why is this so funny? And I was like, oh, back that ass up. I was like, this is I was like, this is uh, hilarious in itself. Actually he didn't perfect. Know. He did not know back that ass up, which I was just like, ha, I got you. Um, so it turned out to be, it was still a fun ass night. We were drinking and drinking and drinking. And there was a dude in there from Chicago. And my, my homie was like, oh my God, he's from Chicago too. So the entire night I was just known as I Chicago. Hi, Chicago. And so this is the funniest shit ever. As homie is leaving the bar, pulls my beanie up, like, all right, Chicago, kisses me on the forehead and just disappears. And I'm just like, what just happened? I don't even know. I don't know what happened. I, he just disappeared and everyone was cracking up. And I was just like, wow, this thin is New York City. And then we fast forward to day two, and I had a good time with you and one of my other college homies. New York was it was fun. I ate a lot. I did Chinese food, had several slices of pizza. Uh, it, it was great. I, and also, I get why Mayor Adams says it smells like weed out here. Because sure enough, if you walk through uh, Times Square, it's like a boom, like a gas bomb of just marijuana has hit you. That's all. That is like all you smell. And I was just like, oh, it, it really did just become legal here. Yeah, it's clouds everywhere. Gusts of clouds <laughs> of weed on every corner. So, yeah. <laughs> so that pretty much summed up my New York trip. So next time I go, I got to stay longer because, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. That's what's up. I'm glad you enjoyed it. You know, I think New York, 
is definitely meant for those trips, those types of trips for sure. And you can definitely get a lot out of it. But I've been converted. I, yeah. Yeah. I've been converted. You also put me on, but you put me on to the whiskey gingers. You you're just like, how, have you never had a whiskey ginger? And, and you know, I love me some whiskey and some bourbons. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it's a new favorite drink now. Whiskey After you left, ginger. I went back to the bar and was like, let me get two more of these. And sure enough, I was like, ah, oh, thank you, Boogie, for putting me on. I hey, you know, I do what I can. You know, it's the little <laughs> things. It's the little It's not things. much, but you do what you do. Yeah. It's a little thing. Oh, Boogie, I have got a grinding of the gears. You know what do really grinds my gears? I do. I have a bone to pick with TSA. Well, put it out then. Because, you know, I I, I pay for pre-check. You know, I, I was one of those people who I eventually got tired of taking my shoes off, taking my belt, taking, I, why should I have to do this? I got tired of that. So I pay for pre-check. To avoid that, I get to the airport. You know, I'm ready to fly out. I'm about to walk in, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 my guy, what are you doing?" They're like, "You ain't take your shoes off. You ain't take your belt off." And I'm like, "I got pre." And they're like, "It's not on your ticket." And I'm like, "Wait a minute. Here is my global entry card and my passport." The guy was like, "It's not on your ticket. So because it's not on your ticket, it doesn't matter." And I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? It doesn't matter. He's like, yeah, it's got to be on your ticket. He's like, I learned this lesson when I flew one time as well, and I didn't put it on my ticket. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, you should. Yeah. I was like, what is the point of paying all this money to not be in like a database or a system that says, hey, this person has pre-check once you scan their passport like come on you have so to yeah you have to i've done that a, a handful of times you have to actually go to customer service oh. and counter and let them know like <laughs> for some reason it's not on here can you please look up my tia my ktn number and put it on the damn ticket because i'm not taking off my shoes <laughs> but nobody I'm not it doing it. For suckers. What pissed me off more though, and I was like, all right, I'm not about to turn up on a government agent. But I was like, I'm literally showing you my my global entry card that has my my pre-check number on it, and you're still like, doesn't count. Nope. I was like, bro, how does this not count? I was so irritated. I was just like, okay, so there is no national database with all the uh pre-check members. So I will forever remember to do this. And when I got to LaGuardia to leave New York. I was like, yo, Delta, my guy, can you please insert this number? And he was like, sure. And I had him double check just to make sure. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that, that is very aggravating. If you spent all that time and effort to get pre-check and then you still got to, uh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, you get stopped still. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> and he looked at me too. <laughs> they were like, oh, who is this guy? This rookie who's never flown before. <laughs> you got to take your shoe. I was like, dude, oh, I was hot. Because, <laughs> you know, I get to the airport. I'm the two hours early guy. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm here. Nothing can go wrong. And they're yeah. like, boom, take all this stuff off. And I'm just like, oh. But that grind my gears for the week. Boogie, you know what time it is. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Boogie! 
You know what time it is. <laughs> I'm tipping my hat. It's time Funny to guy. tip our hats. Who you got? <laughs> I have good old LeBron, King LeBron. If, you, if LeBron the, the people Rimes. that says that that call him that, King LeBron. He finally did it. He did it. He surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Every time I by sidebar, every time I hear uh, Kareem's name, I always think of Jamie Foxx. There's a <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Foxx is an idiot. He there's a scene in some show that he did. He was like, "Oh, you that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar." Hilarious, right, Jabbar. Oh, but yeah, uh, King James surpassed Kareem um, and becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer with, this is the most specific number I've ever, (laughs) 38,388 points. Wow. Say that like two times fast. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, so, you know, I'm going to ask you, definitely uh, kudos uh, to LeBron for, because this 39 years, man, as long as that record stood. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to be that guy. Who you got? Is it uh, LBJ? Is it uh, Kobe? Is it uh, is it uh, Michael, Michael Jordan? Jordan? For the GOAT? Yeah, for the GOAT. Who, who, we, who we going I with? Think, I think we, we don't talk about GOATs being generational. Okay. We can have generational Ooh, GOATs. I like that. I like you know it. we can do that. I like that. That is a thing that, that's that the conversation it, it always it, it just has to be one there's only one there's only one yeah no i think i think lebron james is this generation's goat because yeah because he's done so many things and he and with his physique his his strength all of his talents he's so versatile and and he adjusted his skills and his talents at, as the years passed. Like that deserved some recognition. So no, no, I, 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 I've actually never heard the uh, the generational mountaintops. You're the first person who. Has, yeah, I know. No one talks has, about that. It's always one that. and done. Yeah, that it's always is, one. That that is, huh? I, I like that argument. Stephen A. Smith will probably his head will pop if you say that. Yeah, but I, he gonna I, say I, Michael Jordan, and I and I understand Michael Jordan had his reign, and he, he should did. have his reign, and he deserves his respect on that because people are still wearing his gym shoes. I know you you probably saw his uh, LeBron James sons courtside wearing Jays, so that says <laughs> a lot, and not his. Not his, th- their father's shoes. So, you know what I mean? Like, that says a lot. So, should have been out there in some Kobe's. <laughs> right. The impact, the impact on Michael Jordan surpasses it. You know, it, it, it set a lot of players up now. So, I agree. I, I get I, it. I think, as far as if we're, con- if we're comparing likeness, yeah. you got to give it to Kobe all day. Kobe's game matches is so similar to Michael's there. Um, I think in regards to the greatest, I, I do like your, I do like your argument here. I think the only thing with Michael is his playoff record, his, his uh, finals record. That's probably the only thing where you can say, I mean, obviously there's other accolades that you can stack up with both, both of them. Yeah. That's probably the only thing that will edge him out over LeBron. Okay. But 
I do like your generation. I, 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 I'm actually, you know what, Boogie, I might have to, you know, co-op that when I'm having oh. these these arguments with folks. I'm gonna be like, you know what, there's many mountaintops. Yeah, you know, I like that though. Yeah. But yes, definitely kudos to uh, LeBron. I think he's gonna keep. He's got what at least two more years in him, two three more years. I think this he is, got a solid two. Yeah, two. I think this record is going to be one of those ones. I this is going to be up there for a long time. I think, I think so too. It's it stood what thirty nine years. So I, I'm who's to say? I think we might it might be another forty before this one's broken. I don't see anyone on that pace to break this record at the rate of LeBron is that I don't see it. Yeah, and you also have to remember nobody's coming out of straight out of high school anymore. So this is true too. This is true, but definitely kudos to that man who you got i got to tip my hat to uh the young boy wonder uh david balagon he received a diploma uh from reach cyber school in harrisburg pennsylvania uh he graduated in three years and he had the highest gpa graduated with a 4.0 he wants to be an astrophysicist that's right. I said that correctly. An astrophysicist at nine years old. His parents are trying to find a college that is the right fit for their young son after he completes a semester at Bucks County Community College. They're considering the Ivies, Princeton, Harvard, and the University of Penn. Man. Oh, man. That is uh, good He's for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That's a lot of school already, and he is nine years old. He's accomplished more than I have done in my 35 years. Man, just go ahead and just take a huge dump on my bachelor's degree. Man, imagine like the other nine-year-olds who are like playing on the playground, They're like eating sand and, you know, falling off the sea song stuff, and this guy's over here building bridges with sandcastles. Like, he's just like, that's phenomenal. Like, just making all the other, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, like, what? I'm like, what's fun for you? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Like, at what t- at what time? Like, at what age? For a smart for a smart child, a I prodigy. Agree. Like when when you're as a parent, when you're like, say A B C, and you say I say it, <laughs> you B say Mama. This this child like. Hey, mama, we already did this already in my head. I heard like, all of this in my womb. Three times three is nine. Right. <laughs> They're trying to go over the alphabet. I, I, I agree with you. It's, you know, it says he finished uh, high school during uh, the pandemic. <laughs> it was just like, wow. He was taking online classes. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm eager to know, like, do you play video games? Like, what do you do for wow. fun? And he's, like, self, and he's self-reliant, too, because... If I was doing school during the pandemic, yeah, <laughs> I'd have been like these other pandemic kids. I would have been. I'd be like, asleep. so <laughs> I don't know how to turn my computer on. <laughs> <laughs> so how you do this? Like, he was over here. It was crazy. Not even crazy. If you look at his parents, though, if you look at his parents, you'd be like, oh yeah, every kid that you guys are popping out, genius, boy wonder, boy wonder, boy or, or kid wonder. It, it's it's phenomenal. I I love to see it. I love it. I just hell yeah. 
I wonder if he's going to get bored, though. Like, when he turns 16 or 17, he's like, I've already gone through college. Like, what does he do that, like, I don't know. He 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 decides. That's why he decided to be an astrophysicist because <laughs> astrophysicists are forever <laughs> learning and all like there's so much science and math in this order to make these complex formulas and uh, theories that's going that f- physicists have to deal with all the time in space in general is infinite so he's gonna true. have a great time learning for the rest <laughs> of his life oh this yeah. is baby neil degrasse tyson that's that's oh, who, yeah. who he is <laughs> easily oh uh, we got one more we got a quick honorable mention here yeah we do uh, shout out to uh the lip bar they're the first black owned brand to expand to 24 shelves in target shout out to uh those young ladies from detroit um i'm not sure if a lot of y'all remember them being on shark tank and they were told no your colors are too loud and ghetto boy oh boy was that a mistake because you know target said we want to do business with you so shout out to them for getting those uh 24 shelves hey it only takes you know shout out to them you know they moved around in a room full of no's you know, they they did not stop because of a TV show telling them that they weren't profitable. And now look at them making them dollars. You know, speaking of dollars, we got to pay these bills Let's get to this ad, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just over here polishing up my black watch. A lot of y'all know I'm an avid collector of watches. I got at least nine of them things in my collection. And the one that I get the most comments on has got to be my black watch. I got to tell y'all, black watches, they have really put a lot of time and detail into their product. I gotta tell you, from the watch face all the way down to, to the band made of genuine leather. I know it's genuine, but I like seeing genuine. They really have outdone themselves. So, fellas, ladies, if you're looking to upgrade your watch style, definitely check out the good folks over there at Black Watches. They black-owned. You know you want to support a black-owned watch company. And because, you know, they rocking with the podcast, they, you know, Hooked you guys up with a promo code. That's right, a promo code. They'll give you 20% off of your order when you head over to blackwatches.com. That's right, blackwatches.com, B-L-A-K, watches.com. And make sure you use that promo code, late night WNA. Come on, support the Black Watches. Now back to the podcast. All right, first up, produce can or can't use. This is not even part of this. As I was looking for uh, for the story, I came across um, Blueface trying to lift weights, and it is oh, the yeah. funniest, the, <sighs> the funniest video ever. It was just like wibble wobbly legs. He man, got six for legs. The wobbly wobbles there. But first up, Chris Brown uh, apologizes to Robert Glass for uh, after his Grammy rant. Um, it was funny because Chris Brown was like, who the F is Robert Glasper? 
And there were a lot of other people who were also like, who the F is Robert Glasper? And it was just like, to me, it's like, if you don't know who uh, who someone is, you could just not speak on them. You could just not say anything at all. Or, you know, you could just use your Googles because, you know, Google is out there and um, Google saves lives. But uh, I, I thought it was quite funny. You know, he went on. He was like, maybe I should play the harmonica. You know, it, it was just like the rant of, of all rants. I'm going to pull up the uh, apology. It says, congrats, my brother. I'd like to apologize if you took offense to my reaction at the Grammys. He's kind of already starting this uh, apology off wrong. <laughs> you were not the intended target, and I know I came off really rude and mean. Bro, not the intended target. You sent out like five tweets. So who was the intended target? <laughs> you were not my intended target, and I know I came off really rude and mean. <clears throat> After doing my research, I can actually, I actually think you're amazing. Right there. The organization isn't doing us blacks our due diligence. You and I should never be in the same category. Two totally different vibes and genres. So from one black man to another, congratulations. Hope you are able to feed your family for life. God bless my G. <laughs> That's... <sighs> Why are we running to social media when you're frustrated? First of all, I had this conversation. Award shows are booty. I get it. Yes, I know I know people use award shows as leverage in order them in order for them to make uh, another tier of money. Like it's all about survival. You need these accolades in order for them to survive and to go up in space in whatever industry it is. But ultimately, you Chris Brown are fine. <laughs> you are fine. Your group of your group of fans, your uh niche demographic cuz it's now become a niche uh, to me yeah. I feel like for for him. He's like He's not really R&B anymore. So you're fine. You're you're fine. Why are you still running towards trying to trying to get validation? Uh, it's 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 been said a number of times because of said issues that you've had in your past has blocked these opportunities blocked that you lessons. right that you wanted but guess what we'll never get because of said things that you did in the past so get over yourself and don't you didn't have to bring tear down an, an, a, another black man that you didn't know Right. <laughs> because of because of the issues that you your personal issues with whatever award show. I I agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I agree with I wholeheartedly agree with that. I, I do feel like, yeah, they're kind of sticking it to him. Well, not kind of, but they are sticking it to him because of his past transgressions. I think that's messed up. But it is. You but have you have to there. still live your life. You made that bed. Unfortunately, you gotta lie in it, bro. And this is this is what happens. You are still going to be okay, as you said. The part that I think is funny is like, I hope you're able to continue to feed your family off this, as if you weren't going to be able to feed yours, bro. Like, come on, man. This is like, this is the worst apology in the history of you just started wrong. It, it was just terrible. Like, come on, man. And then the yeah. you, you went on a rant 
and then you got your fans going on a rant like none of y'all did y'all research at yeah. all yeah i don't, I don't, you I don't know who he is i don't know who he is but guess what you're not gonna see me posting <laughs> who the hell is what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna just take the time out to look about that's robert glasper is dope as hell he has some hits okay. and to pimp a butterfly he was playing the keys on a lot of the production he did a lot of this he has been on a lot of your favorite artists tracks that you will not even know his work is dope even his albums he has top top rappers on his albums so it's like bruh maybe you didn't know who robert glasper is but a lot of other people in the industry especially black people Mm. know who he is and clearly he deserved a record or the, the, mm-hmm. he deserved the Grammy. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Now, where Chris Brown may have a little, he might be right here is maybe it's not so R&B. This, there, there are different categories here. Of course. I will say that Robert Glass for maybe a PJ Morton, those two people, they should be in the same category. It kind of fits that lane. But Chris Brown does, I don't know, maybe like an R&B pop. It, it, like you were saying, it's yeah. niche. It is, it's a different lane. So he should be in one of those other categories. I, I I will agree with that. But bro, it's the Grammys. Like like you were saying earlier, it is what it is, bro. It's an award show. Like come on, we know nine out of ten we're not going to get these awards anyways. So why are you tripping? <clears throat> but don't come out here and be like, I don't know this person. Yeah. You, you know who I was also kind of shocked at was Charlamagne and DJ Envy on Breakfast Club saying, Oh, I don't know who Robert Glasper is either. I'm like, y'all should have kind of held that information because you guys are radio personalities. How are you not knowing who black artists are within the community? Y'all should, you shouldn't have put that out there. You kind of make yourself look a little goofy on a radio show and you don't know who these artists are. But you know what? what's kind of telling is people only listen to the radio. That's why they're like, who the hell is Robert Glasper? Because you're only listening to certain artists. You're not yeah. stepping outside of no. what's popular to actually listen to. Because there's a slew of, of great artists yeah. we don't even know about. That aren't don't get being radio played play. on the radio. That people don't want to spend you know, a little extra time. Like I enjoy listening to new artists. Heck yeah. Like I want to I wanna listen to some new shit because my old stuff. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Like there are certain things that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna forever listen to this. But then I I wanna I wanna be surprised and, and find a you know a new style, a new artist, a new, you know, a new vibe, a new beat, a new song, you know, before it actually gets <laughs> on the radio and then I get tired of it because they're gonna play it a thousand times. You know what I I find myself listening to a lot of the music that our parents used to listen. That music mm. it truly is timeless. And you know yeah. I find myself getting irritated now is when I'm hearing songs from our generation and they're being sampled and flipped. And I'm yeah. thinking it's about to be one of our bops, and I'm like, "Whoa, what the heck is this? Yeah. Like, what are y'all doing?" Yeah. I'm beginning to get the frustration of when I was telling my mom and dad, "That's that one song." And they're like, "No, son." This was a sample from art. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's funny how that's happening. And I was like, I get it. I get it. But Chris Brown and all those other people who were like, who the heck is that Robert Grasper? Do better, y'all. Just do better. Use Googles. Use your Googles. I mean, it's really not that hard. Just use your Googles. 
Even Chris Brown said it after I did my research. You should have led with the research, and we never would have even been here. We wouldn't be talking about this right now had you just used your research. You led with your emotions instead of going with the research, brother. Do better. Sorry for you, buddy. Do better. Let's get to this ad, Boogie. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause from this episode to tell you about our next sponsor, Rose Vogue Styling. Let Rose Vogue Styling help you change the way you see yourself. Their mission is to empower you to build your confidence and look fly while doing it. Mm. They offer personal styling, shopping, and closet auditing. They need to come to my closet because it's a hot ass mess, okay? They also have an online boutique store full of pieces that will give your outfit life and have you looking right. Pieces like earrings, that's what I have on now, here, right here, necklaces, purses, rings just to name a few okay right now our subscribers our listeners our watchers you 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 can get 20 percent off when you use the code late night okay l-a-t-e-n-i-t-e go on over to their ig it's rose vogue styling at rose vogue styling um easy everybody knows that okay let rose vogue styling style you for your next event or simply just help you enhance the pieces that you already have in your closet. Wow. Style is a choice. Upgrade yours with Rose Vogue Styling. Again, you can get 20% off if you use our code late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. Support a black business, okay? Support us. When you support them, you're supporting us, okay? Now let's get back to the show. Topic number two, critics call Disney's The Proud Family louder and prouder, anti-white for the slaves built this country's episode. <sighs> Cracker ass cracker. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny because we know the types of white people that they are talking about. Of course. These are the white people who have baseball caps and sunglasses on in their avatars on Facebook. These are the white people who have blue lives matter and red lives matter flags. These are the white people who are mad about books in Florida. These are the white folks who are just mad about any and everything. It's quite crazy that they would be mad about slaves building this country. It's, it's quite crazy. I mean, the cartoon, the animation is called The Proud Family. I just want to throw that out there before we really go into the story. And um, what you expect, y'all, this is a this is a a, a fictional, a fictional, a fictitious uh, cartoon about black animation, really animation about a black family, a black family. (laughs) <laughs> a black family alright okay. <laughs> you're just throwing everything family. out logically for us here a black family not only that but let's look at it from this standpoint you guys are grown ups why are you even watching this cartoon in the first place <laughs> don't you have something to do don't you have some bills to pay hey, like, oh, hey. we watch <laughs> we, we be watching cartoons too don't get it twisted now I mean this is true but I don't think um, okay, okay, you're right, right. Let me let me take that back. Let, let me just say this. You are a, you're a racist white person. Why are you watching The Proud Family in the first place? I'll come at it from that angle. You are a racist white person. Why are you, why are you even watching this? this they thought something... it was a different Proud Family. That's why. They thought it was going <laughs> to be Proud Boys. Proud Boys. Family. Family. <laughs> yeah. 
this is one of those things that you should have just went on right by and it's just like you're mad at stuff that is actually true the yeah. slaves did build this country it wasn't y'all so why are you upset about this it says this <laughs> some of these tweets are hilarious one you know these are fake accounts I'm a, this is the account says end wokeness this is a scene from disney with disney plus kids cartoon the proud family blatant anti-white propaganda republicans are losing their minds calling on americans to boycott disney because of the scene from the disney plus cartoon the proud family they are literally mad that kids are learning that slaves help build our nation what the hell are they afraid of the original was edgy and fun but the reboot is woke and it sucks <laughs> as a white adult male that watches the proud family religiously i'm appalled First off, George, I don't believe that you watch The Proud Family religiously as a white male. I am a black male, and I don't watch The Proud Family religiously. So I know you don't watch The Proud Family religiously. Shut up. <laughs> when The Proud this is from a black dude at Rob Smith Online. He's got an American flag in his, uh, in his name. So you know what type of black dude he is. When The Proud Family was made 15 years ago, it was sweet, funny, cartoon sitcom about a black family the rebooted by disney plus in the woke era is now the reboot also features an interracial gay couple with a child why <sighs> it's just if the show is not for you why are you watching it bro keep it moving but to sit up here and to act like this country was not built by slaves is just it's just asinine to me that we're even having to have these discussions. Like, come on, bro. We know that the world is not flat. We know that slaves built this country. We know the Holocaust was real. We know these things. Why are we having these dumbass debates? I, uh, I think it's also these uh, blogs' responsibility to also be careful and mindful how these uh, these titles are that they they put on these stories because these aren't critics by the way these I are agree. just people that that want to that that has an agenda and regardless of what it is they're going to find whatever piece of content and use it to continue on with their agenda so you expect me to believe a number of those people that are lashing out are actually watching the You're new <laughs> the reboot no stop lying to yourself stop it you're not doing it you just want to cry just to cry it's 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 like when they teach when they teach black history in schools do y'all go and are like oh my gosh we're mad that they're they probably do we're yeah. mad that they're teaching the slaves actually built this who do you want them to teach built this country indentured servants who what what is the what is the right name for this it is just like it is blowing my mind and it's like god help us because you can't i don't say you can't be but it's almost like i i always look at it as like you can't be this racist and you just find a way to trump it and just be like mm. no pun intended but it's like you find a way to trump it and be like yeah we're just gonna take it a whole nother step further and the goofy black folks, and I use that term very loosely, who are going along with it, you guys are stupid as well. Just stupid. And I get why, and I remember I told, when we were setting up, I was like, I know a lot of black people don't like this show. 
they don't like it because there is a gay kid in the show and that's why they don't like it yeah i was just like man i can hold i can see it i watched the first episode and i was like this is a good show and i watched the first two episodes like this is a, this is a great cartoon a great reboot I haven't gone back to it because i've been on other things but it is a good show but when i saw the gay character i was like i know why a lot of black people are not going to watch this and there it is right there and now we see why it's a representation of real life of everything that's going on in uh, surrounding you like surrounding life in general and i i just if you don't like something just don't watch it what happened to just being what happened to just passing um uh, along and be like you know what not for me We can't do that anymore. We have to uh, sit there and be like, it's not for me. Then we have to tell the whole world it's not for me. Why is it not for me? It's because it's not for me, because it is, because of that. Ah! I guarantee you, these people probably have never watched any other episode of The Proud Family outside of this episode. I, I, I guarantee you. First of all, who told them in the first place that was one? Did your kids come back and they were like, hey, on this episode of The Proud Family, we were teaching us about slavery. Is that what started this? Because again, like you were saying, I don't believe you guys were sitting there actually combing through the episodes to be like, yeah, they about to talk about slavery. Let's get upset. I just don't believe that. And this is a call to black people everywhere, especially black people with children. They're removing books. They're taking things away that should not be taken away. You need to have your own personal home library with black titles and things about our history because they're not going to teach you anyplace else. It's quite clear that there's something going on that they do not want us to know. And I'm very grateful for my I didn't like it when I was a child. My parents made me do a lot of reading and do a lot of book reports. I hated it, but I'm very so much grateful and glad that they did because we see where we're at now do yourself do your children a favor go out and buy these black books if they're pulling these books out out of schools and stuff you probably should have them that's all i'm gonna say yeah it's not difficult just we should be self-educating your children no one's gonna teach the full story (laughs) unless you tell unless you teach them the full story Regardless of what the historical facts uh, are on, like what history we're talking about in general, regular schools don't have enough time to teach the full story of everything. Literally, like that's just not that (laughs) we just don't have time. We just don't have time. What is we it? just don't have you time. Get, you get uh, Christopher Columbus. Well, it used to be Christopher Columbus. You learn yeah. that. It's what indigenous people. Then it's uh, Black History Month. Slave, slave, MLK. And then you go to I'm talking American about history whatever history. Whatever history. Whatever history. Like, That's like what literally. It yeah. Every, whatever. It could be, it could be, pick a culture, pick a race. I'm talking about any history, whatever month it is that we're celebrating, you're not in schools. You're yeah, not going to get yep. the full, <laughs> you're not going to get it unless you decide as a parent, oh man, Thanks. let me, uh, let me, you know, cause I, I remember as a child, like I, coming home from school, learning stuff. And I'm like, I got to learn some more. Man. I, what the <laughs> I did all this learning already. Isn't that the reason why you told me to go to school? 
<laughs> I'm glad you said. I felt like it was just me. I was like, are, 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 so are all the other kids doing extra like, book reports? <laughs> what is this? What is this? <laughs> I felt like my parents were like, you gonna learn about these black people. <laughs> I was just like, what? I said, my mans. <laughs> I have I I have too much to do already. I have Man. so much to do already. It was like, why learn the white history? Make sure you do this black history. This is for fun. I was like, <laughs> if you don't have this book report done, you're gonna be grounded, and you're gonna do another book report. It's like what? Like, but I'm yeah. I'm grateful for it though. I, I'm very grateful for it now. It's just like, and also white people stop using woke. Stop using woke because that word was not created for y'all and y'all have hijacked that word for something that you know nothing about as you do for many words that we use. You know, I, I don't think, well, I'm going to ask you, do you know a lot of black people that use the word woke now? Because no. I feel like we don't use it anymore. I feel like we've just kind of. Well, yeah. AAV, any AAV where I feel, AAV, excuse me, where I feel like, um, it's being used in the mainstream. I just remove it out of my vernacular in yeah. general. So I, I don't do it. And if I if I do do it, then it's, you know, subcon uh, unconscious. Like, yeah. uh, I'm just like, I, I yeah, I don't, I try to just stick to what I know. <laughs> the verbiage that I use that I know is, is, is right and true. So I don't do, yeah, I don't do that no more. Man, I, I I be trying to throw throw words at them to to, to throw them off. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you gotta you gotta throw some. Throw, we gotta bring back old stuff like jive turkey. They're bringing jive turkey back just to throw off throw off white people. Riz is one that <laughs> I just found out what Riz meant, and I was like, oh, they're gonna get that one. They're gonna take it. Oh, and I, I hope they don't. I don't know what Riz is. Charisma. The youth oh. have shortened charisma, and they call it oh. Riz. I mean, I shorten a lot of stuff. I abbreviate a lot of stuff, but yeah, that's a lot. Has to make sense. Much. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a no go. That's a no go for me. Riz her up, dog. You you ain't heard yeah. the use out there saying like you rizzed all over her, dog. You know. Yeah, like nah. <laughs> Go ahead and be honest with you. Trying to hit her with that charisma, my guy. Oh, boogie. Yes, sir. You know what time it is? Honey was tripping. Because these niggas have been tripping. Who you got, Boogie, this week? Uh, my niggas are tripping. Oh, hard ER. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> uh, I wanted to be, I wanted to be really studious with it. Um, has got to be, has got to go to AMC theaters. Um, if this is what they're actually doing, um, AMC, for those uh, people that should know, they are the largest movie theater chain in the world, and they have announced a new plan to raise prices on <laughs> tickets based on seat location. So they're doing the airline style pricing. Will mean that will mean it will cost more to sit in the middle of the theater than in the front row, which is airline different, but it's but they're using the the style like airlines because if Man, it really come to play yeah to me it should be the other way around but okay yeah right. I, I got you um uh, but yeah so they put it on um on their socials and i just want to let you guys know the plans that they're going to offer uh, there are three price points they have a standard <laughs> option they have a value option um 
obviously they're going to still have uh, options for ADA seats, um, uh, but they also have a preferred price option, which those are the most popular seats that will be in the middle. Um, What has the world come to where we're doing now I understand (laughs) selecting your seats I understand selecting your seats in those um those artisanal uh boutique theaters where they do very you know a high-end lavish theater experiences I get it I get those where guess what? You're paying a little bit more because the experience is a little bit different than AMC. But AMC, (laughs) the quality of them seats are still going to be raggedy. Speak on it. (laughs) And yet, you are now deciding that, hey, we need more money. What happened to, you know, we're good here. Let's we're going to keep we're going to keep raising the prices in the concession stands but the seats yeah we're going to slowly incrementally like uh just increase the prices but now now what you're doing you're doing is is it's now it's more you're going to dis, uh discriminate against a lot of the economic uh people that are that don't that 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 want to spend the day in the theater that just you know like oh man this is this is what i want to do granted is it all it already costs an arm and a leg for you to go to the movies but now you're yeah but now you're going to increase it even more just because you need more money i'm tired of (laughs) these companies trying to find a way to make an extra buck (laughs) pull the plug amc but you know what i'm letting you know this is not for me Cause I'm not going to the theater, <laughs> but these are for people that actually love going to the theaters. Like, come on, yo, you, 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 you just going to turn, you're going to turn this into Netflix where people, when yeah. Netflix tried to do the password sharing and people was like, I watch, HBO watch Max what we is. about to do here. Watch <laughs> what we about to do here. I think this is, uh, this is dumb, man. This is like, what do what do, I got so many questions. What do you do if the theater is empty? And someone buys a cheap seat and they move to the. Well, how do you police that? Like, because there's no one that's going to be in there. Like, oh, you you got this. Um, AMC is not that good of a chain of theaters to be doing this. The popcorn tastes like the boxes that they put it in. Uh, The nachos are stale. Their hot dogs are terrible. Pretty much, and they and they overcharge you for this. There's so many lines at AMC's. Mm -hmm. The theaters are always dirty. It's sticky floors. Mm-hmm. The seats that you pay for for the reclining seats don't even halfway recline all the time. When I live by an AMC, I was going to the Regal. Like I'm going to every other theater chain out here is so much better than AMC. Was AMC even about to go out of business? How are you? How are you about to 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 run this game on people? You know what I hope? I hope that. People are just like, you know what, AMC? I'm going to just stream movies. I'm going to stream them. I hope all these movies go straight from uh, the the studio to the streaming services. There's an option for you to buy a ticket at the theater if you want, but because you're charging me for these seats, I'm just watching at home. 
Just watch it at home. Yeah, there's so much power in (laughs) the masses nowadays, like consumerism. Like, we need to be a little bit more particular on how we spend our money. And I bet you those companies (laughs) will be like, hey, 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 pay attention. Something's up. We got to do something. On average, if you go to the movies, I'm not. Let's not even count matinee. Let's say you go to the movies at seven o'clock. Eighteen bucks for two tickets, right there, off rip. So you mean tell me I'm gonna have to spend an extra ten dollars for premium seats and tickets? That's twenty eight bucks. And let's just say I kind of want some popcorn, and a little beverage, right. or whatever. And my lady wants a little beverage and something right. as well. I've at least spent forty bucks at the concession stand. Yeah. Yeah, and and dare I say, premium seats to me (laughs) or preferred seats to me are closer to the back in the middle. Yeah, right. The back makes way more sense. Right. So you out here middling, middling, (laughs) middle seats. I've never seen anyone who just first goes for the middle. It's always where can we be at in the back? Because when I go to the movies. This might be my paranoia of how movie theaters are. Sometimes I want to be able to see everything that right. goes on. I want to know where my exit's at. Yeah. So if something pops off, it is what it is. Like I, I we on the ground. I don't want to be yeah. in the middle. Like it's just you should be. Yeah, you should be gracious that you are even in business still. Man. Number one, because <laughs> we we're about five five days away <laughs> for all of us going on socials and being like yeah we ain't got to do this no more let's uh <laughs> let's 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 all you know we can all rip movies now yeah, online literally. that's the like, greatest thing ever when movies are in theaters and you can rent them at the house that is the best thing ever i will pirate uh, I will rip and find a. Ma- we will come. We will go back to bootlegging in a second. Don't get it twisted. AMC, look, see what happened to Blockbuster. Blockbuster thought they was big, and look at them now. Don't let this be you, because you're not the only movie theaters in town. Yeah, but that's my you niggas. Who you got? Oh man, my y'all niggas tripping is to everyone. Black, white, whatever color you are, wearing these goofy Astro Boy Papa Smurf shoes. Like, what is wrong with y'all people? Like, I just do not understand it. <clears throat> it's funny because someone said, I truly believe these boots are a social experiment to see if yeah. humans are so gullible we will adopt anything as a trend. And we do. Like, you know. Just because something is expensive does not mean it's cool. And I'm, I'm so tired of people constantly thinking that some of this stuff is really stupid. Y'all have way too many yes men, yes women on y'all teams. Like, I don't care how sweet y'all think y'all are. They're not cool. I've seen brothers trying to get the shoes off, having to have like two, three people helping them to get your feet out of these. If you get your foot stuck in these rubber galoshes, you deserve to have your feet in there forever. You deserve to have the fire department come with the jaws of life to have to cut you out of them. You deserve whatever happens to you. Like it's I saw just, Lil Wayne, no. yeah, I saw Lil Wayne wearing them too, and I'm like, see, look, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta stop trying to be so different. You look just goofy. 
Will Wayne is already short, so I can see him coming up to his kneecaps. It's just like some of these things, and it's funny, someone had posted, it says the fact that we clown Kanye for those humongous AF boots last year, but the Astro, Astro Boy boots are about to be sold out. It's hilarious. Yeah, I told y'all he's one of fashion's most influential people. He just catches all the jokes first. Then boots were still ginormous. A ginormous no for me, though. Mm-hmm. And, and this person is right. I don't want to give Kanye any credit for anything. Yeah. But look at what he's done here. <clears throat> Literally look at it. And people are just running with it. And the same company, uh, Mischief, that created these stupid boots also came out with a WD-40 cologne that sold out instantly and it's like who's buying this stuff man and why how high there's levels of high that i don't ever want to ever get to i don't ever want to be in some of these rooms because this is literally what this is i I feel like someone just literally just started spraying wd-40 everywhere and was huffing it and was like let's turn this into a cologne because i've used wd-40 and i've never been like this will smell good on my body same never never it does have an interesting smell to it i'm not gonna lie but it's never been something where i'm like ooh, i like that and if i'm at a party or something and I, I'm, I'm like you smell like you smell wd-40 i'm like get right. get out of here bro right that is not <laughs> the lady comes up and she's smelling like wd-40 i'm like ma'am what do you do <laughs> i'd be like damn step away go somewhere go wipe yourself off like you work around machinery all day. I just, at some point in time, this is like when Supreme was putting their logo on hammers and axes and people were like, I got a $200 axe. Why? Like, I just, I don't it's know. It's all about the hype. That's what it is. It's the hype. People enjoy that. People love that. They 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 yearn for that um, inclusiveness. Like, they want to, they, stupid. yeah, they want, no, not inclusive. I should be exclusive. <laughs> they want to be exclusive. There's nobody Man, can get this. Some of this stuff is just like, just, just cut it out. Yeah. I just, I don't ever want to be that different. I, I understand there's certain colors and things where I'm like, I won't wear that because everybody has that color. So I'll be like, okay, I get that. Yeah. But some of this stuff is just, and what's crazy is, those boots are not even anything that is like, oh, $1,500, you know, uh, $3,000. They're like $300. Y'all are doing all this for a $300 goofy boot. Cut it out. Let them Stop. be goofy. Let them be goofy. I don't know, man. You know what, Boogie? We need to come up with something. We need to create something that is just so goofy, so out of this world where people are like, I like that. And let's slip, slap a $500 price tag on it. Let's do it. We, gotta we, gotta, we got some brainstorming to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, let's get to the final ad, the final topic. Hey, what's going on, y'all? A lot of y'all hit me up like, Nate, you super chill. You know, you super laid back all the time. Brother, you gotta be on something. Well, y'all are right. I'm off them chummies edibles. And y'all know me. 
Y'all know I'm a smoker. I don't really mess with the Eddies like that. Because let's be real. A lot of them are hit or miss. There's either no juice or you're feeling like a zombie. The good folks over there at Chummies, well, they out here trying to change the edible game. And I got to tell you, they got some phenomenal products. They sent me over uh, some of their traditional edibles. And man, them things are hitting. But they don't only got edibles. They got juice. They got uh, your gummies. They got your chocolate bars. Whatever you like, they got it. Y'all, do me a favor. Go over to their Instagram page. It's chummies underscore edibles. And get yourself some good stuff. And when you're out there, you know, filling up your cart, make sure you use that promo code 21chummy. That's right. They rocking with the podcast. And because they rocking with us, they rocking with y'all. So they're going to take care of y'all by giving y'all 10% off of your first order. So again, use that promo code 21chummy to get 10% off your edibles. All right, y'all. Let's get back to the podcast. It's the final topic. Idris Elba explains why he wants to stop, why he stopped referring to himself as a black actor. We've got to grow. We've got to, our skin is more than that. It's just skin. Uh, says during an interview for the spring 2023 issue of Esquire UK, the British actor recalled his experience with racism throughout his career and explained why he doesn't see himself as just a black actor. Elvis says he decided to stop describing myself as a black actor when I realized it put me in a box. The 50-year-old actor recognizes that racism is real and exists, but believes if we spent half the time not talking about the differences but similarities between us, the entire planet would have a shift, would have to shift in a way we deal with each other. Excuse me. As humans, we are obsessed with race, and the obsession can really hinder people's aspirations, hinders people's growth. He continued, racism is very real, but from my perspective, it's only as powerful as you allow it to be. I stopped describing myself as a black actor when I realized it put me in a box. We've got to grow. We've got to. Our skin is more than that. It's just skin. Rant over. (laughs) Elba also added that he did not become an actor because he didn't, since he, he added he did not become an actor because he didn't see black other black people doing it and wanted to change instead the actor says he chose the career path because he thought that's a great profession and i could do a good job at it as you get up the ladder you get you get asked what it's like to be the first the first black to do this or that well it's the same as it would be if i were white he explained it's the first time for me i don't want to be the first black i'm the first idris Nevertheless, it says he acknowledges his race. It says no matter what, he is still the same black person. So, Boogie, you being the resident actor on uh, the pot, how do you feel about Idris saying we've got to uh, move past this? It's just skin. How do you feel? I mean, I wish we could, but that's reality, my man. We didn't do this. Yeah, you you don't have to refer to yourself as a black actor, but I bet you the, <laughs> the casting the casting will. I, I bet you the, the producers 
and directors directors will <laughs> I always love it when when black people say dumb stuff like this because it's like yo my guy <laughs> okay but they still see your black ass <laughs> like <laughs> you can OJ this as many times as oh. you want but you are a black I understand what he was trying to say yeah I, <laughs> but he did a terrible job explaining expressing himself oh, man yeah he you don't want to limit man. yourself with opportunities just uh just based off your skin yes that is correct <laughs> but you, that goes without saying you're not like you cannot forget that you are a black man it's like bro you are black and an actor black actor it's it's just yes you are an actor yes you are an actor but (laughs) we can see that you are black so yes if you would like to remove yourself and remove that first word that first adjective black and just say actor guess what we're still gonna see yeah you are an actor but you're a black actor. This is like when people say, I don't see race. I don't see color. That's literally what this is. This is like, this is, this is when people talk about, about black folks who have been down and when they start to climb in Hollywood, you Mm -hmm. start to see that shift. You literally start to see it. You've seen it before. Even Gabrielle Union said, I used to try to hide my lips so I wouldn't look black. It's like, ma'am, you sucking your lips in does not take away from the fact that your skin is still black. Like, I don't know what you guys are thinking. I know it has something to do with trauma with sometimes us being the only black people in the room, but you're never going to get away from it embrace it and move the heck on but Idris if we're going to take the stance of you not being a black actor don't be in any more Tyler Perry movies don't be in any more Will Packer movies that have black actors in them I don't, don't think be he has. In any more of these movies he was just in um he was just in that one with the tiger or with the lion that was a Will Packer movie oh he, was it he was in like this Christmas that was a black movie Idris Elba has been in a lot of black movies that have been done by black directors of black producers so yeah. the i'm one of these lee daniels types of, of gentleman calls or these producers don't be in the movie don't do it <clears throat> yeah i again i understand what he was trying to say he wants to be able to do a role that doesn't necessarily have to be uh, oh like the breakdown like i i get yeah, it I get in, in in the industry in the tv film industry it's very stereotypical it's that's what they want we need to pull we need this person we need this look we need this blah 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 and i understand he doesn't want to be bogged down by just race but unfortunately it that's what unfortunately that's what this dumbass industry they that's what they hold on to in order for them to complete a list of whatever the cast is whatever need be yeah i wish you i wish it was different so yes i do understand having projects where guess what race isn't concerned and it's more so like skill level and the storyline we don't have to talk about race that's why a lot of um shows now i.e insecure we they don't talk about 
they don't have to talk about or explain themselves yeah. with situations because it's just the reality that they are filming. This is their reality. That's it's all it. black people. It's, that is it. <laughs> I mean, I, I I agree with you. You could, if anything, he could have been like, I don't want stereotypical roles. Yeah. You could have easily said that, but I'm going to remove their black from black actor. Like, bro, like that's just, it's so corny. Like it is so, it's so corny. And I feel like that's a slap in the face to like the Hattie McDaniels and all of these black actors and actresses who literally could not have a seat at the table. And then you want to come out here and be like, "Mm, let's just take the black out and black actor. Yeah. Nia Long explained it perfectly when she was on the, the daily show with, um, with, I believe it was Wanda Sykes. Cause uh, there was an excerpt. Uh, from an interview that Nia did where she was just like, I don't want to be uh, tagged as the, 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 like black people need to, I, you gotta have to, yeah, I don't want to misquote. I don't want to misquote what she said, but you have to watch the interview. But basically is like, basically what she said is we, we have to understand that, limiting yourself thinking that you can only do xyz roles is only going to put a ceiling on your possibilities you have to think beyond that well, I, I agree with that i i wholeheartedly i wholeheartedly agree with that I, I i agree that there are labels of things that we put our that we do put ourselves in and i also understand that for a lot of black actors and actresses yes when you first come in the industry you might be in some Tubi movies. I, yeah. I wholeheartedly get and I understand that. But where Idris Elba is, bro, you're not getting those types of movies anymore. Yeah. You are literally getting you're the pe- movies that you for, are talking yeah, about. Yeah, because you're Idris Elba, my man. Like, <laughs> you are done with that. You are past that. Exactly. People are, people are using breakdowns using your name. An Idris literally. Elba type. So why are you still talking about that? You're, like, yeah, you're discrediting black black people, black actors, by saying I don't want to be considered a black actor, nigga. You're not. You are a black actor, <laughs> but you will never be a black actor anymore, right? Because like, you're you're Idris Elba. Idris Elba. You are literally getting the roles that okay. They make roles for white dudes and oh, let's put each other in this position in this spot. That's literally what they do. How many exactly times has Will Smith do. talked about, oh, this was originally for Keanu Reeves, and they put me in it? You have yep. transcended yep. the levels of where these other black actors and actresses are at. Like, yeah. come on, bro. Yeah, like, we were the one. Yeah, butt. we were the one that was like, it's just skin. Why, why is everybody <laughs> why is everybody on us? Like, what did we do? We we just have skin, but no. Other people made it a point to be like, your skin is different, so it is <laughs> inferior to it's not as come on, my man's. It's just like I wish we would uh we would think before we speak, and I know we don't in a lot of cases, but this is one he could have sat on that one. He could have literally sat on that he one. He could have sat on it, ate on ate it, threw it away. Put it in. Yeah, he could have done a lot of. Like it's so much beef that we have amongst ourselves, and you just throwing this in there because again, and even with what you know how a lot of Black American actors and actresses are having a thing with uh British British actors coming over here taking the jobs, and you're just you're 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 stoking the fire a little bit more by saying this dumb stuff that you're saying by putting this out here. 
Like, do better, bro. Do better. I know it's not going to happen, but I wish that these black studios and stuff would be like, okay, Idris, you don't want to be a black actor. You have you have clearly drawn a line in the sand. So these black studios, these black producers, we're not giving you nothing else anymore. Go over there with these white studio houses and everything because you're gonna be all right com. booking.com <laughs> exactly that that point in itself you are on a national commercial out here bro that is the point in itself they're not just giving those to the to be actor they're not giving those to those people so for you to come out here and say something like this at this point stay over there bro like stay in that lane get your 20 million per fill i'll get your bag and all that but don't come to the black movies anymore. Don't come over here and do these because it's quite clear you've separated yourself from the rest of us. Don't do it. Leave it for Monique. <laughs> That's all I got on Idris. I got nothing else on that guy. <laughs> Anyways, Boogie! We have come to the end of another Dope-ass episode of Late Night with Nate and Adrian. I'm your boy, Nate Galloway. What you got for the people's boogie? As always, go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that this to is your favorite, po- that this is your po- favorite podcast and they should be listening to it as well. Don't forget to smash that bell so you, so you can get all our notifications when all the content drops as soon as it drops. Um, you know, that's all I got, you know. Again, shout out to the No Sleep crew. We appreciate you. Like Boogie said, like, subscribe on all the podcast platforms. Again, shout them out because they, they keep holding us down. SoundCloud, we appreciate you because y'all y'all doing it. Y'all liking, y'all are subscribing, y'all are commenting. It's YouTube and all these other platforms where people just don't really get it together. I have to give y'all some lashes. Get it together. Get it, get it together. I got nothing else. Again, this is been a dope episode of Late Night. Ready, bird. Yeah. Yeah.